Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Well, here at Focus on the Family, one of the top uh, marriage struggles we hear about from couples is financial stuff. They are struggling. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley, and uh, in the counseling that you've done, uh, both of you, you've often met couples, I'm sure, trying to work through financial uh, difficulties. Oh, for sure. I think a lot of times it, it boils down to things like, I'm secretly spending money. I don't want to tell my spouse because I feel controlled. I don't want to have to. I'm not a kid. My money. And so the bottom line, they're not talking about finances. And more importantly, they're not talking about the underlying issues that are driving whatever the disagreement is around finances. Well, let's go ahead and hear now from Jeff and Shanti Feldhahn. They've been on the broadcast a number of times, and they've walked through a lot of struggles in their own relationship. And uh, they talked with Jim Daly and me to tell part of their story. Jeff and Shanti, welcome back to Focus on the Family. It's great to be here. It's always good to be here. All right. You've done this extensive research project on this topic of money and marriage. Uh, I think it took you three years, something like (laughs) that. That's a long time. You know, that's almost out of diapers, I would think. (laughs) Three years, (laughs) man. That's a lot of research. Uh, Yet, in doing it, you noticed uh, you had some personal challenges. It's always funny when researchers notice that uh, I got a problem in my own marriage here. <laughs> oh, so what happened? What was the light bulb? When did you go, uh-oh? You know, we'd studied relationships and couples and ourselves. All sorts of for things. For decades now. But this was one area that we just weren't on the same page about. And, you know, when it came to how to handle money, quite frankly, Shanti and I just avoided it altogether. We didn't fight about it. No. We just really avoided the topic. We kind of did one of those things that we have now found that is the majority of couples where you're technically together, but you sort of like, no, you do your thing over here and I'll do my thing over here. And we just don't talk about it. Yeah. Well, for the benefit of the listener, the viewer, uh, describe your money personality. Uh, Jeff, what were you? What are you? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a um, a black and white. At least I think of myself as that way. Shanti might think of myself as... <laughs> no, you are as, black okay. and white. And, and, and true. I, and I Validation. Like, I like the planning for the future. I love having a plan and executing toward it. And savor. And Because savor. of that. Yeah, that yeah. would tend to follow. Yeah. And I Shanti, think I know where this is going, Shanti. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like much of a plan. And a sale is a good thing. You can a buy more. A sale is a great thing. Yes. No, it's really interesting <laughs> because Jeff being the saver me being more the spender. This is a classic dichotomy And, and she we wasn't a huge spender. Yeah. I mean, but she spent more than I did. Well, the fact that you didn't talk about it suggests that, that yeah. it never became kind of catastrophic. Mm. It was just bubbling there. Yeah, and that's the vast majority of couples come to find out, is that we're not necessarily knock down, drag out fighting. Now, there are a few who do, but most of us just aren't on the same page. We found 77% of couples just don't talk about it like they can't talk and communicate and without it getting awkward and difficult only 23 percent can and by the way if i can just point out the 23 percent of you who are listening and you're like what are you guys talking about foreign language we we think of you all as sort of mutants you know (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand you but i do know that that cadre exists well we were one of the questions i had what in the 23 percent did you see in the research Mm. if you went that deep what were they doing that was so right well one of the things that 
well, it is the thing that they were doing. It is for a subset of the population. They just kind of have no, either no disagreements, which is unusual, or they're just okay with talking about money. It doesn't stir up a lot of emotions. It doesn't become awkward. It's just their personality. You just happen to have, for example, two planners who are married to each other. Right. And they're, they're totally fine so with talking about it. So I get you and it. you get me and everything's yeah. great. And well, everything's in cool. that area, it's going to be good, but there'll yeah. probably be other areas that might other areas be things that to might work cause on. problems. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, one of the things that always got me as we were uncovering this research and the importance of being able to talk about it was, you know, that's easy to say, but what that really amounts to is that I have to actually understand what's going on inside of me so that I can actually talk about it, you know, wisely or carefully or helpfully with Shanti. And I didn't understand the way money hit me and made me feel differently from the way it made Shanti feel. And that's really the bottom line that we found is at the core of the inability to communicate about money. It turns out it's not when you're having tension, it's not about the money. Right. It's about how money makes you feel. It's something underneath. Yeah. What are the risk factors if they don't start thinking differently about it? What are those? Th- you know, if you're talking to a doctor, if you're eating ice cream, uh, there's a risk factor here. Yeah. You're going to have heart disease most likely. Yeah. So in the money area, if for those 77%, if they don't start dealing with this, what are those risk factors? Well, what ends up happening, we found, is that it ends up shaking people apart instead of bringing them together. Because around this topic of money, this is an example of one of those cases where you're going in one of those two directions. And It is a classic thing that we talk about. You talk about that marriage is supposed to be one, you know, that we're supposed to have two people become one. And money is the one area for a lot of couples Mm -hmm. where that just doesn't apply. And people are resisting kind of being one in marriage and it's coming out in how they handle money. And so those choices to not talk about it are those choices to actually institutionalize This is you and me. It's not we. And when you switch that and go, wow, this is actually way more simple than I would have thought. To be able to understand what's going on underneath the surface, to be able to actually come together, suddenly money is no longer an opportunity for conflict. It's this fantastic opportunity for connection. I love what Jeff and Shanti were saying about their own research and how it revealed areas they personally needed to work on. And uh, Aaron, you and Greg are both so transparent. Um, Have you, I don't remember if we've talked much about financial struggles. Surely you've been there, though. I think of seminary student and all the stuff going on there. Absolutely. We have been there. Matter of fact, John, when we took our premarital assessment prior to getting married, it said we would struggle in two areas, and of course we thought it was hilarious, that we would struggle handling conflict was the first one. The second one was you'll struggle with finances. <laughs> and we laughed. And, and truly, then you combine the two of those into one. Yes, and <laughs> truly those two areas have been some of the biggest struggles we've had. Hmm. And it's so interesting because really both Greg and I, as you know us, we're much more the the feelers. We're much more the the right-brained individuals. We write books. We counsel. We are not type A personalities. And so it's very difficult for us to be super detailed 
on finances. However, Greg has has more of that than I do. And so often he does take on the budget and finances. And I know he says that he feels alone in that hmm. at times. And I want to join in. I want to, to help with that and take my piece of the pie to, to handle some of the finances. And it's very difficult for me. I will not lie that when we sit down to have a conversation about the budget, I would rather be <laughs> plucking Watching my toenails off. <laughs> You'd rather be stung by bees. I would rather be Killer stung by wasps. bees. Wow. That's it, a pretty significant uh, challenge there. It is an area that we're not great at. I think we're smart enough now, 29 years into our marriage, to understand that when there are disagreements around finances, that it's a deeper issue. And so we're quick to go there. You know, it's not about, hey, why did you spend money? Why is there another Amazon package out <laughs> on our porch? It's me recognizing that, that hey, that there's probably something going on there for me. And a lot of times I get very nervous um, when I feel like I sort of get the budget, but because Aaron doesn't necessarily really participate in bill paying and all budget, that, yeah. that it's easy for me to go, Hey, we we can't go out to dinner for the second time. We, we you know that that's just not in our budget, and so I find myself I feel like a broken record <laughs> at times, and and yet I, it it allows us to then sit down and go, okay, what's really going on, Greg, for you? And I just feel super insecure right now because I know the balance. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we're okay, but we just have to be cautious. And Aaron's going, yeah, and that makes sense. And you know, I know for me, I want to be able to enjoy you know, all this hard work that we both put in to be able to spend some of that in the more that I understand what's going on for her and vice versa. It just, it, it always allows us to go, okay, so then how do we solve this in a way that feels good to yeah. both of us? Well, being on the same page is so crucial. And if you and your spouse are struggling right now with money or anything, really, just know that we have a team of caring Christian counselors here and uh, we can schedule a free consultation with one of them uh, to talk about this, to find out how you can get on the same page, to take some steps toward uh, some healing and some health. And uh, we can be reached by calling 800, the letter A in the word family, and we'll have a link in the notes as well. If you can, please donate to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us uh, make those counselors available and other resources we provide to couples. Um, including the book by Jeff and Shanti, Thriving in Love and Marriage. Donate today, and we'll send that book to you as our thank you for joining the support team and uh, doing ministry through Focus on the Family. Again, our number, 800-A-FAMILY, and uh, all the details are in the show notes. We'll have more from the Feldhans next time. For now, on behalf of Greg, Aaron, and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for tuning in to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.